What is up, guys? Welcome to the Pod Slamma Jamma YouTube channel. On this episode, we have a very special guest, Mikael Harrison Pilot out of Temple High School. He, he is a class of 2023 Houston Cougars football signee, and you're not going to want to miss this conversation with Houston's latest signee heading into the upcoming season. Once again, it's Pod Slamma Jamma. Real quickly, before we get into the interview, I'd like to remind everybody to hit the subscribe button. We're so close to 1,000 subs that will really help us out. And without further ado... Let's get into that conversation. Yeah, high standards, high goals, and, you know, we know what it takes to get there. I want to be unguarded, <laughs> if I'm honest. Coaches, coach, players, play. You know, and that's a great place to be in your life. We you could care less what other people think. So, like I said, at the top of the open, Mikael Harrison, pilot, first and foremost, thank you for your time. And how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Let's get right into it. So, like I mentioned, you're going to be part of the 2023 signing class for the Houston Cougars football team. Kind of take us a little bit through that whole recruiting process and kind of how really you chose Houston above all the other schools that were recruiting you. Uh, it was really about the relationships I built. I mean, they've been my dad played there. So that's already a huge bonus. He met my st stepmother there. She was a cheerleader. So all that kind of played into it. My biological mother lives in Houston. So everything, and they were my third offer. And ever since then, they've been recruiting me since my sophomore year to now just coming here to see me every every uh, every chance they could and just kept building that relationship and never so stopped talking to me and kept, you know, pushing and pushing and trying to get me. And they landed me. So uh, I'm real happy about it and just can't wait to get back, uh, get down there. I found those close Oh, go ahead. I saw those close connections. What What about the offense and, and the football team attracted you, and how can you see yourself uh, excelling in the offense? Just watching the offense, they throw the ball a lot. They love airing it out, getting the ball into the playmaker's hands. I can see myself being in that offense. You know, uh, Dan Horgerson has been there for a, a good a good minute now. So he's uh, I'm real familiar with him. You know, just talking to him about seeing what he did at West Virginia, just looking at clips back then, and just uh, him putting into the offense now. I can see myself being – I play American, getting the ball in my hands and just, you know, just creating, creating havoc on the field. So, Real quick, I wanted to go back to what you mentioned at the top. When when, when did your dad go to University of Houston? Uh, I want to say either 04 to – I think 04 to 08, 04 to 09. One, 04 to 08, the one of that, that, that time period. Uh -huh. Do you what still – What position did he play? Sir? What position did he play? Linebacker. Okay. Man, what was his name? Chris Pilot. Chris Pilot, and do you do you still remember? I don't know if you'd have like going back, backtracking. Do you have any memories of like being around the university when you were little? Yes and no. It's like <laughs> it's hard to remember back back then because I was born in uh, two thousand four. So his f freshman year, I was kind of born. So I, I don't kind of remember some of it. I mean, I just know uh, there's a uh, there's a staff that's there. He's known me since I was little, itty bitty thing. So he knew about me. So some people that still been there since he was there know about me so I know I just I know I was around there a bit so kind of felt like home when I you know made that decision it just felt it felt like home again so gotcha and kind of building off of that uh, I know you touched on a little bit of how you see yourself with the offense but could you describe a little bit what your relationships are like with coach Meekins and, and coach Shorts I'm sure they were the the kind of probably the main ones that were recruiting you throughout the whole process yeah so uh, coach Meekins so uh, my head coach at high school now they coach together back 
back when uh, Westfield. And so they, however, had a relationship. And then, you know, I kind of broke, him, uh, broke up to the conversation. My freshman year, I was on varsity playing safety. And then he had came and watched me, I think. I'm trying to think. My sophomore year, sophomore year, and they watching film and just, just get, uh, creating, uh, creating that, that relationship right there. And then Coach Shorts, kind of the same thing. He's like a kind of he's, – he's a young coach. He's, I think he's in his late, late 20s, I want to say. But he kind of like a, I look at him like a big like a bigger brother that I don't have. I'm not with some of my uh, siblings, so just seeing that he kind of just taking me in already, like as a little brother, just kind of just trying to show me the way, getting to that next level. Dan, you got anything for a follow up? Yeah, and then I mean, with with them making that relationship, at, at one point in time, did you like kind of realize that like Houston becoming a real option and a real place that that I really want to go and kind of make your own legacy? I think when I did my OVs, because my, my top two was teaching in Houston, and then doing those back-to-back OVs, I had TCU first in Houston. I kind of just, on the official video, just like, just think about it, just thinking, like, in the future, is this, this is where I want to be? Do I feel real comfortable real comfortable here? I felt, and all that, you know, they check the box for everything. They got a great business program that I got into, so everything kind of lines up. All the boxes are checked that I want, that I want to need, that like, I wanted to have, you know, in my college uh, decision. Any part of it, the Big 12 play a part of it? Uh, then just being a Big Twelve plan, you know, better better people trying to get, you know, that's where the you know the dogs are at. It's SEC and Big Twelve, I think the top two right there. So just being in that that uh in that right there just kind of shows it all that you know I think we're ready for it. So just can't wait to see what it looks like next year. Well, next season, this coming up season. Sticking with the coaches, I'm curious if you could talk a little bit about your relationship with Coach Holgerson and and what kind of he's been like for you throughout this whole process. I mean, he always knew. He was like a, you know, if I didn't, if I didn't, if I didn't uh, end up there, that even if I like Chad transferred, I would, that would be my first option just because he knows that at some point I was going to come back to Houston. At some point, either I went there or I didn't go there. But just kind of building that and, you know, just seeing him just, he's a laid, laid back coach until, you know, getting, getting his grill a little bit, but laid back coach and he loves, loves the players. Everything's about the players first and then, you know, everything comes after that. But there's a uh, player, uh, players coach, and that's what I love about him. Players coach, laid back and just, does what he does. He's just real great, great, great offensive guy. Great. I know I love what he does with the schemes and everything. So just all that, just that's all I need in a head coach or just a coach in general. What about your relationships with, with players, some of the players that's recruited in your class, but some of the players on the roster as well, because it's kind of this trend of, of Houston being able to keep Houston kids within Houston and everybody wanting to rest the city. Uh-huh. That's, uh, yeah. I mean, trying to think. I mean, Matt Golden's really kind of recruiting. Matt Golden, the receiver. He think he thought I told him. I mean, he told me why he didn't go to TC. Tell me why he left there, and just like he, I was talking to him about that, and then just hearing what he had to say about it. Just like you know, Houston, that's his hometown. He don't want to leave his people here. I got the same thing with me. I got people down there. My mom's down there. I got a lot of people gonna come watch me. It's faster. It's closer to home. So just things like that. Just talking to those guys. All the Houston guys or all the people that are close or in Texas that chose Houston and why they chose it. Just cause you know it's closer to their home and. You know, it's just right there, family can up see him. It's real easy just for everybody to come down and just see him uh, play where he's at. You mentioned Matt Golden. Was there was it was he kind of the player? Was there any player that kind of was taking your turn when you were on your official visit with Houston, or what? What did your official visit kind of look like from? It from was kind of well. It was was it, it was it was him. I mean, I remember who was down there. I'm trying to think. It was I know it was Matt. It was Matt? I had I was with Donovan, the, the transfer quarterback. Well, I was with. I mean, I mean, most of the guys. I mean, I wasn't just with a specific guy because I mean, I know everybody. Everybody knows me, so I kind of just like really. But really, the main guys was Matt Golden and uh, being. I was with Jonah Wilson, so we always just because he's he's already lives in Houston, 
So he's always already just telling, showing me the time. I mean, I know that I know he's on the back of my hand a little bit. So we, I really just with you know Donovan and Matt, the main guys, because I want to build that relationship with Donovan because he was just a transfer. So just trying to see how he, how he is, how he acts, you know, just why he came and just stuff like that. Kind of building off that, obviously, when when we kind of touch a little bit about the receiving core, but yeah. you look at this past weekend. So we're we're recording this on May first, so it's a Monday. The NFL draft just passed, and then of course, when you think of receivers, or Houston tanked out, just went in the yeah. third round. He's going to be staying home uh, with the Texans. But when you see that a receiver get drafted out of UH, how much does that mean to you? To I mean, the blueprint's kind of there for you that you could mm-hmm. kind of follow in tanks. But it just means that, you know, they, the coach, Coach Schwartz knows what he's doing. He knows how to develop guys and get them to the next level. It, I mean, the tank's undersized, but that doesn't matter. It just, it's all about the technique. It's all about if you're a dog or not. And he was a dog, and he didn't care about his size. He came out there and worked hard every day. So I know Coach Schwartz knows what he's talking about, and, you know, I can't wait to be coached under him. Dan, you got any follow-up? I have one follow-up real quick, but did, did you ever get a chance to meet Tank before? Uh, I know he was here during his pro day. Or oh, no, yeah, me and Tank, yeah, we're good. No, we're good friends. No, we're good friends, yeah. We're good, we're good little friends. So, I remember I met him I met him my junior year. So, junior year, then kind of him just talking to him, talking to him about why, you know, his little his journey. It just came a long way. So, he loves the city of Houston. He never wants to leave it. As you see, he got drafted by the Texans, and he's not leaving it now. So, you know, now I got a uh, technically an NFL like I got him, so he's gonna be there. So everything, just, uh, just uh, hearing stuff from him, just taking me under his wing a little bit, just like Matt taking uh, coming under his wing and just trying to you know get better and better. I mean, just speaking of that legacy of receivers between him, Marquez Stevenson before him, and, mm-hmm. and all the guys before him, well, kind of describe the type of receiver that you are, because all them guys I feel like are different and coach yeah. and staff have been able to develop different style receivers and get them ready for that next level. So kind of describe your game and, and the type of receiver um, that Houston Cougar fans are going to get. I feel like, you know, I got hands like D-Hall. I got strong hands. I got – I'm real quick. You know, put me in a slot wide out. doesn't matter. I'm, I just want the ball in my hands, be a playmaker, and just create – just create habit, like I said, just getting the ball in my hands, you know, knowing the defense that they got they got, they got to deal with me. So I was kind of just bringing that, bringing that energy, just bringing that kind of tank down, Matt Golden mix, just quick, physical, and just, you know, just ready the ball out. Earlier, you mentioned that kind of when you were looking at the University of Houston, you alluded to the business program. Is that what you're going to be studying once you get here? Or what, what, yes, sir. What uh, I'll be, uh, be uh, doing entrepreneurship. So trying to be an entrepreneur, you know, own my business one day, trying to run it all, just trying to, you know, just kind of looking at uh, my idols, LeBron James. So seeing what he does outside of basketball, has a lot of businesses he owns. So I'm trying to, you know, get at that level, just trying to start smaller than, you know, get bigger and bigger from there. Definitely. And uh, well, you mentioned a lot of things. Entrepreneurship, one of the best programs in the entire country at the University oh, yeah. of Houston. So you're making a great choice. And, and funny you mentioned LeBron James. So obviously the Lakers and Warriors are about to tip off game one. I believe it's mm-hmm. on Tuesday, tomorrow. Yeah. Lakers got that series. Or what, what do you think? I feel like everybody's like, I don't know. It's just hard because, I mean, I want to, I really, I'm a Lakers fan. You know, wherever LeBron go, I go. Mm-hmm. I really want them to play the, the Kings because, you know, the Warriors got everything. They, 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 I feel like their defense is all right, but their offense is very, very powerful. So you can't let nobody open and let let Curry do his thing because that's that's not what we need. But you know, hopefully we can take take it game seven. But if not, then <laughs> so, so I just hope Lakers uh, will, uh, can beat them now. Gotcha, gotcha, definitely. Kind of uh, changing topics a little bit. But mm-hmm. when did you first start playing football, or when did when did you first kind of get that itch? Man. Uh, cause my first sport is crazy. My first sport was soccer. But soccer, 
baseball then football. So I think football started like six or seven. So it's been what, eleven years now. Just trying to. You know, I mean, I don't count when I was little, you know. But just like when I started playing tackle football, I didn't play flag. I skipped flag. Cause I was kind of bigger than everybody. So playing six or seven, you know, just playing tackle football with the older guys just kind of got me ready. And now just kind of I was growing into my body because I couldn't. I had big feet, big hands. I didn't go into my body yet until like middle school. Middle school, I peaked. I saw six, seven grade year. And ever since then, just kind of, you know, sky's the limit from there. So, at at one point, did you feel like you you had what it takes to play at the next level? Uh, I know, kind of. So middle school, kind of, I mean, it has a big head in middle school, but I kind of count that. But my sophomore year, I think my sophomore year in high school, when I flipped over to offense, kind of freshman, year, I was like, okay, this is defense. You know, I'm a big D. I'm gonna be, you know, a six foot DB. Who doesn't want it? Six foot safety. Everybody wants that. And then. I kind of was like, I want to score touchdowns. I want the ball in my hands. I want to be a game changer. So flipping the offense that year is just like, ever since then, I felt like I was like, yeah, this is what I got. What I got what I need. And and when I got my first offer from Baylor, it was just like, and I, I guess I was right, you know, being electric on the field, being a slot, just being, you know, just giving defense a hard time. And I was like, it's how it really feels, you know, uh, being this, uh, this uh, what I want to say, just being this, I'm trying to think. Just being like Division One, just like seeing how it really feels to, they like know that you are you know Division One type and just like, it's just it's just I don't know it's just a crazy feeling just because like everybody dreams of this and you know some kids don't get it and some kids do but it's just like just kind of just got like I was God's gift and just like real athletic and very very talented and you know I got a gift of this opportunity so. Soccer and baseball. What positions did you play at each of those sports? Soccer. I don't know. I was just running around the field, kicking the ball. <laughs> um, uh, then baseball. Uh, my main sport. I started first base in center field. So, but as I got to high school, you know, playing select and all that, so I was playing uh, mainly center field. Cause you know, track down balls and just it's just kind of easy to me. Cause I mean, I have a, a great IQ, but just tracking down ball, just like I was kept, uh, tracking down the football. It's kind of same thing. Just just seeing it by the eye and just getting by the hand, but it's just, uh, but yeah, I started first base and then moved to center field. And then, yeah, I was going to pitch, but I didn't get the chance to, but I mean, it is what it is though. How fast do you think you can throw baseball? I feel like I could throw definitely mid eighties, mid eighties, the high, yeah, mid eighties, high eighties. I feel like I could get there. Uh, you never clocked it. Uh, uh-uh. I mean, I was doing practice when I used to uh, do bullpens. Everybody said I was throwing hard. So I was like, I know I feel like I was throwing <laughs> real hard, you know, just, I just, I'm real strong. I just, I feel like, cause the ball is like, cause my hands, I got, I think 10 inch like hands going this way. So just grabbing baseball is nothing. Just, I feel like it's real powerful with it. So I feel like mid eighties, high eighties around that. Dan, you got something before I follow up? Uh, if you were following the same topic, go ahead. If not. Um, no, nah, it's different. Different. Okay. Well, well you mentioned a couple of different receivers that you, that you kind of, um, kind of can see it in your game. Any pro receivers that you kind of – you see you have the same attributes with them and can make kind of compare yourself skill set-wise to them type of players? Devontae Adams and D-Hop. Those are my top two guys. Because D-Hop, I kind of see it just hands him going up, grabbing balls, just like strong hands, doesn't get – never really gets it punch, punched out. And then Devontae Adams out the line, I kind of like trying to mirror his releases that he does and just him with his catch up or his uh, – the run out the catch is just one of the best things I've ever seen out of, you know, he's about six two, just real real physical, just like D Hop. I feel like they're the same player, but D Hop has a little more bounce, but I think Devontae Allen is a little more smooth and quicker. But I kind of like mirror my game mirror my games after them two right there. Okay. Kind of building off of that, but it was there is there a particular NFL team that you're kind of root for? Is it, are you much more of a fan of the sport? I'm a fan. I was Cam Newton, so I was kinda of going for the Panthers and then 
Cam Newton's ah, you know, but hopefully he gets <laughs> back another team and I can follow up with that team. But I mean, I was I was a, a Cam Newton fan, so. But I was really, still a what is that? I said he's still a legend. They still robbing him. Yeah, job. yeah. My first, my like first cameras, getting jobs yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He was still. He still Cam would be Cam, and then my first ever was Michael Vick. That's why I kind of were uh, him. My dad's the reason I wear seven. So I mean, my mom's an Eagles fan. So I kind of I like the Eagles a little bit, but I'm not like a true Eagles fan. But you know, Michael Vick, real true legend right there. So, gotcha. What type of music you listen to? Man, I listen to it all. Uh, Lil Boosie. I got. I love some throwbacks. I love you know a lot of throwbacks and a lot of generation uh, just, uh the rap music now. And I got there's like a few country songs, but I'm not really a country guy. But it's like there's like one or two that I listen to. Uh, now I got yeah, I got to follow up. Yeah, so I kind of got a little mix of everything I kind of listen to. <laughs> okay, so uh, what's your top? What's your go-to country song right now? And what's just your your top artist in general? Uh, I think I'm trying to think either Morgan Wallen or Jason uh Aldean. One of those two. Just any song from there, really. Just mm-hmm. or yeah, one of those those two songs. One, well, not two songs, but two artists. Those guys right there, just really anything. I just like how they just just real smooth and just. Cause I really don't like it, but just kind of getting older. As I got older, I kind of mm-hmm. started listening to it a little bit. So I was like, okay, it's not it's not as bad as I thought it was. <laughs> so, gotcha. You just referenced numbers and the number seven. Um, I think Coach Overson referenced. Um, like like transition to people earning those like single digit numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you feel about that competitive edge in regards to earning your number? And do you look forward to earning the number that you want? Uh, I mean, real competitive. I mean, a lot a lot of teams do that. A lot of teams tell you got to earn your single digit numbers because those are the top guys. Those are the captain of the team. So you know, I just want to go in there day one, trying to you know compete for a spot. First, compete for a starting spot, and then the numbers come after that to compete for the numbers that I want. If I don't get it. If I get double digit, I mean, I mean, numbers don't really matter at this point. It doesn't matter as long as you go out there and ball. Because people go out here and ball in any number. It doesn't it doesn't matter what what number it is. It's, if you got if you're that dog, you're going dog in any number it is. So, but I mean, I'd love to have a single digit number my first year. But if I don't, I get it. It's fine. I'm gonna go work harder the next year to get that single digit number that I want. Kind of going back to to your dad and really kind of having uh, that that figure that's kind of been here before what's kind of the biggest advice or maybe it's multiple it's probably more than one it's hard to pinpoint one but what's something that sticks with you throughout this whole process that that kind of advice that he's given you yeah, who's real who's not real i think that's that like, been realest thing he ever did like you, you can t- i can tell uh like like real friends like, i have to back 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 in my freshman year or sophomore year when i started getting recruited i have to you know cut some friends off because you know they weren't they didn't have the same goals i wanted to have so I have to surround myself around you know people who want to be successful like me, and I have the two guys, one to my two best friends, one's going to New Mexico State, one's already at, enrolled at a uh, and M. So just finally got uh, surrounded people around like that. And then coaches, you can tell I can tell a coach when he's not being real or not. In Houston, you know they've been real ever since day one, so, and that's what really like made me want to go to Houston because they've been they've been real, they've been real up straight up with me, and that's what I love about it. So. How much did your dad take it, talk to you about the the college grind in regards to? training collegiately and playing collegiately and what all it goes into that. Yeah, cause I mean high school, it you you're grinding, but it's not it's not the competitive as college. And you know, he said you can have your fun sometimes, but you can throw it out the way because it's you know being a student first, being an athlete, you know, just grinding, 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 grinding there, then that, that off time comes later. But it's real different though. It's real faster, fa- fast paced, real tempo and you know, real everybody's good as you. Nobody nobody sucks. Walk don't suck. Nobody 
you can't take nobody lightly out here because you never know. So I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but I want to go back to to what you mentioned about entrepreneurship and oh, yeah. you know one day ultimately being able to to own multiple businesses. Mm-hmm. If you could start a business today, what would it be? I think somewhere around sports, or like sports medicine, or like sports, like uh. I don't know, like sports, anything like treatment type wise, sports, like somewhere in that category, sports medicine, mm-hmm. or just being like, or being a trainer, you be a trainer that, you know, because, you know, I play the sport, you know, I could just pass the, the, the knowledge I know of being a receiver or being anything really. So just stuff somewhere around the sports area, and then at some point be something else different, like outside of sports. But I know my first, my first kind of topic would be like somewhere around sports, sports, uh, sports something. Gotcha. Dan, you got anything? Yeah, coming out of high school, was high school kind of – was it easy for you or at what point was it – I'm sure some games were probably harder than other Yeah. Better competition. But just like overall, at what point did you like realize, okay, I'm better than everyone I'm playing against and how do you foresee that your transition being to play in, a, in the next level you feel like – or how quick do you feel like you'll be able to translate um, and impact them in college? Because, I mean, so with us, you know, uh, Temple, we play – our first four games we try to play – Kids that have, you know, teams that have Division One kids already, so we can, so I can, so we can feel how it feels to play against people that are good. Because high school people are, there's teams that they got, they got it, or you don't got it. So just there's there's games that it's easy, and there's games that you got to you got to work for it. So just kind of just having that going against kids that like I went against a, a Javion Taviano. He goes, he's at LSU right now. Going against him, that's the best competition I ever had because he's a. He's like six one DB. He's real physical. Just seeing that and going. I mean, he's SEC now, SEC corner. That's what kind of what I thought. Just going against kids that you know are already at that level as me. Just kind of feels like, all right, it's gonna feel, see what it feels like college. The same thing. But just kind of working, working as hard as they want, trying to out outwork him, the person in front of me. Doesn't matter, good or not, you want to outwork that person. Cause like I said, you never know. People, teams be there be teams that aren't supposed to win that be winning out here. So just like, just take care. You can't take nobody lightly. That's all. That's my kind of uh, my mindset. I want to outwork everybody and beat that person in front of me. Just saying, like, they can't guard me. They can't. They can't do this for me. Just kind of saying that, repeating that in my head, kind of is gonna get me where I want to be. Gotcha. As we kind of start to wrap things down, I have two more questions, and mm-hmm. and Dan, you can sandwich a few in between. It's just a, a funny out of left field question. But what's your go-to meal? What's your favorite thing to eat? Mm, go-to meal: chicken spaghetti. That's the. My dad can cook some chicken spaghetti. Like he's a mm-hmm. so crazy thing. Nobody knows this, but my dad can cook. He can cook. He can whip up anything. And he, he go to Pinterest, give him give him whatever you need. He'll he'll, he'll make it. So he he can throw down some chicken spaghetti. It's like the best. It's the best ever. I think the chicken spaghetti is my go to. And then I think like a snack go to would be like uh, I do some pizza, just regular regular uh, pepperoni pizza or like uh, a pizza with some Italian sausage on it, but. Those are my two go-tos. Really, chicken, chicken spaghetti is my number one. If it, chicken spaghetti, I eat that for the rest of my life. If I had to, I, I saw it's just it's so it's just like it's the best ever. It's just it's the best ever. Do you have any college career goals that you're already looking forward to? Whether coming into your freshman year, maybe you want to reach a, a certain amount of catches, a certain amount of yards, uh, certain amount of to kind of proceed like you're yeah. kind of looking for the next couple of years. Yeah, Matt. So Matt Golden set the freshman record for touchdowns. I think it was six or seven. So no, I'm trying to beat that, beat the freshman catch. I'm trying to beat my freshman year, trying to beat all the freshman records, and then my sophomore year, as I as I get older, beat the the Tank Dell's records. You know, Tank Dell, yeah, yeah the yeah. most. You know, trying to beat his records because you know he was he's been balling, balling forever. And shoot, he's if I feel like if he was if he was like uh no receivers like Quinn Johnson six four six three 
If he was their size, I feel like he'd be talked about way more just because he's five nine, five eight. He had, but he has a stats to prove with the film. The film, you know, film shows how good he is, and just like beating his records, and just you know, just kind of go out there and just you know, just sit, uh, you know, just like I said, beating the freshman records, and then trying to beating the the all time records. That's how I want to see that. Gotcha. The the Matt Golden, you're right. He set the record seven receptions. Six, yeah. So I was like, I was like seven. Okay, I can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he missed. It's crazy because he missed like three, 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 four games. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. I was like, if he did that, I was like, okay, I got you. I got you. So. Dan, you got anything else before we wrap things up? No, no, no. That's it, man. Uh, I appreciate you for you. Giving us some of your time, man. Definitely welcome to the Houston Cool family. Oh, yeah, yes, sir. Worth to see you play for sure. Oh, yeah, sir. I appreciate y'all for this, man. So, yes, sir. I got, I got, so I got two more questions. And one, this is just because you mentioned pizza. So now I'm curious for you, does pineapple belong in a pizza? No. <laughs> gotcha. There we go. There's only one. No, have you had Mon's pizza before? Mon's pizza? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I have it, but I need to try it because uh, I've literally they're all over the place and I've never had it. Okay, I got I do uh, so I do barbecue. I like barbecue chicken pizza. I do barbecue. I do barbecue. Chi- so I do barbecue. I put chicken, bacon, all the sausages on there. All the I just like time to like put all the meat like meat kind of stuff on there. And I I think it's the best ever. And I do the little barbecue store at the end. That's gotta be it's the best. That's the best ever. My dad uh, put me on it because I was like barbecue pizza. You know I I didn't think it was that good until. He made he uh we went there and got it. I was like, oh yeah, this barbecue pizza is barbecue chicken pizza is the best pizza in my in my mind. So you gotta try that. You got yes, I definitely I, my pizza. I definitely gotta go my try because they're all over the place. It's top notch. My, my pizza is top notch. Gotcha. And then the last question for me, just in terms of the next few weeks, what's kind mm-hmm. of your uh, timeline when you officially join the program, and then I mean, once you're so, officially part of the team. Uh, so right now I've been training, but right now I got uh. I graduate May twenty seventh, so I've been I got my all my stuff. My wish to have my graduation party. So kind of after getting all the gifts and everything, I will probably start heading that way. But I know June first I got orientation right, for a freshman orientation. So I think I'm gonna be moving down exactly on the first or a little probably the day before, so I can get settled in and all that. Cause I start, I'm doing summer school, so that that Monday after I think it's like June fourth through fifth, that Monday I'll be starting starting summer school, so I can graduate in three years. Charlie, gotcha. gotcha. Exciting times. Mikhail Harrison, pilot, once again, thank you for your time and being able to join the yes, show. Sir. I'll leave it off with this. If you have one message for UH fans, whether it be describing yourself as a player, as a person, anything you like UH fans to know, what would that be? Uh, I'm going to give you all I got. I'm going to give you all everything, you know, everything that, you know, I worked for. I'm trying to just trying to become a better man, you know, help this help the team go back to where it was back in the day. So that's, that's, the, that's the plan right there, just try to, Go back to where we came from, and you know, at some point, win the Big Twelve out. So that's the that's the goal right there. Hey, we love to hear. Once again, thank you for your time. We greatly appreciate it, and best of luck as now you're you're just a few weeks away from officially becoming yes, a Houston sir. Cougar. Mm-hmm.